Pigeon. Make Maddie proud, make Daddy proud. Don't dye your hair. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? Hello, welcome back, everybody. Uh, first up, we got a wellness check, and um, I am not feeling good. The leaf scolies suck. Jack Campbell's injured. I guess we should start with that. Jack Campbell's injured. He something with his rib. Not exactly clear on what. Something with his rib, though. Um, so he is out for a little while. Peter Mrazek has been shit. Uh, the Leafs called up Eric Schalgren, who um, I thought all of the Marley's goalies had been kind of shit. He he was okay. He got a shutout in his first period. I think it was yeah. period in the NHL because they had to pull Mrazek earlier this week. Um, did they win that game? No, they, no they lost in overtime. That's that was that one. <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> that was that was the Coyotes. Because I went into that game fully aware that the Leafs were going to lose. Because, like, Phil Kessel's a dad now. I guess we'll start we'll just start with Phil Kessel instead of the Leafs. We'll start with Phil Kessel. Semi-related <laughs> to the Leafs. So um, he's on an Ironman streak that we, like, we know that. He's been on an Ironman streak since, like, I said, think they said the last game he missed was, like, 20, 2011 or something. Like, really, one of the really bad Leafs teams. Um, like a long time. No, it was more than a decade. So I think it was might have been 2009. Insane That's- though. Insane time. Um, so <laughs> he, uh, his, his daughter was born the other day. I think they were playing Dal. No, they're playing somewhere near us. I don't remember who they were playing. They were playing somebody on the East Coast. Um, so he played one shift, got a shot on net, like literally a 30 second shift to keep his Ironman streak. And then the Coyotes got him a charter back to Arizona so that he could be there for the birth of his daughter. Um, (laughs) So we knew going into this game that not only would we have the former Leaf bias that the Arizona Coyotes have, we would also have um, dad power Phil Kessel, which is, you know, a little bit, it's a little bit scary. Phil Kessel's already good and then you add the extra dad power you know yep <laughs> um yeah so he didn't actually score though he assisted on at least two of the goals um but the Leafs like mostly played like shit that game I don't even remember what day that was Thursday probably I think that was Thursday um and Shalgren came in I guess he didn't get a shutout because he got scored on in overtime um you get a regulation shutout. Is that a thing? We're making it a thing if it's We're not. We're making it a thing. <laughs> he got a regulation shutout and like the Leafs came back from after they pulled him. Um, but that overtime goal was absolute bullshit because um, who was it? Was it Shikrin who scored? Shikrin scored, but I don't remember. Um, Let me go. Someone. Someone interfered. I think it was um, Chikrin. Who no, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, so he goes and he literally interferes with Austin Matthews. Like, like it was a big tug. It was very obviously should have been called as a penalty. Um, and then, so that, I think that was at near the puck. It, I don't remember. What, near so the puck, right? Somebody, whoever, kind of, because there were four players skating down the ice. Like, two of ours, two of two Leafs, two Coyotes. I forget who the other Coyote was, but the other Coyote had, was kind of like in center. Um, and he was being defended by the other Leaf and he had the puck. Shikern, like, tugged Matthews. Mm-hmm. Matthews falls or whatever. Um, and then Shikern, like, veers towards the other player the other player passed the puck and then Shikran shot and scored yeah so like it was literally immediate consequence of the refs not calling a penalty there because they had they called a penalty there the play stops they don't go any further 
the Leafs get a chance on a four on three. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying the Leafs would win. I'm just saying yeah. that that would you directly, just determine the outcome. Exactly. They fully determine the outcome of the game. Um, so afterwards, the the stats people are doing the math. Austin Matthews has only drawn seven penalties this season. This man has 45 goals. He should be drawing more penalties than that. And also, like, like even just, like, watching games, like, sometimes you just, like, watch Matthews and watch, like, the opposing players around him, and you're just, like, how, like, how are things not being called? Like, exactly, exactly. Like, this, it pisses me off, because he, obviously, like, he's big and strong, but, like, just because he's big doesn't mean that there should be penalties called against him. When somebody he gets yeah. your stick. Yeah, like he gets a lot of that kind of stuff and he gets a lot of like slashes. Mitch yeah. Marner gets a lot of slashes too. Um, and so does like when you watch Connor McDavid, there's probably a penalty every single time someone tries to defend Connor McDavid because they're all slower than him. So you're getting a lot of like sticks, like lazy stick stuff, like just doing your best to at least annoy him if you can't get the puck off him. Um, and like, it really pisses me off. Let me see if I can find it. There was a breakdown. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Um, so the Leafs are in, so someone did a breakdown of the Leafs in penalties drawn per 60 in the last five years. So, um, which would have been like 17, 18. So their second full season. Yeah, second full season. So 17, 18 was 29th of 31. 18, 19 was 31 of 31. 19, 20, 25 of 31. 20, 20, 2021, 23rd of 31. 2021, 2022, 25th of 32. So like that alone is insane. And then you look at comparable teams like Tampa, Florida, Carolina, Colorado. Um, Tampa was third, third, seventh, fifth, third. Reasonable numbers for the quality mm-hmm. of team they are, right? Yeah. Florida was ninth, sixth, twelfth, second, second. Again, like I think the twelfth was the year that they were kind of like not really in the race for the playoffs as much. Um, and still, like it all makes sense with how they played, right? Carolina, 25th. I don't think they were very good in 1718. 8th, 13th, 14th, 19th. 19th is not very good right now either. And they do have like higher skilled players who probably should draw more penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, and Colorado is first in the last five years. Hmm. Hmm. Like this makes me so angry. Like, what do the refs have against the Leafs? I know. Like, it's not even, like, I am not saying that, oh, just because, like, they're my team and just because, like, they're, other than right now, like, decent, they're good, like, that I think that the, like, refs should be pulling for them. Like, I don't want refs to decide the outcome, but, like, call the callable shit. Exactly. Like, if something is so... Like, especially on star players. Like, why are you... Yeah. Like, like I said, like, letting a star player, like, get his wrist cut off by another player that's clear, that that's not up to par with him. Yeah. Just because they can't keep up with him. Mm-hmm. And, like, that shit happens to Connor McDavid all the time. Like, Connor McDavid obviously draws a few more penalties, but, like, there's also a lot of blatant calls that they just don't call because you'd be calling something at basically every shift. But, like, there are also some really bad ones where he gets, like, slashes to the hands and, like, the stick. And you're, like, you have to call some of these. Yes, he's kept his feet. Or, yes, he's kept the puck. But, like, eventually you have to call some of them because, like, you're putting the team at a disadvantage. Yeah. And also, like, uh, like, part of your job is making sure that nobody gets seriously injured. By somebody whacking their stick on somebody's wrist, a lot of these players pull up things. Like, there's nothing. Like Travis like, Dermott. Oh, my God. Like, their elbows, and they're like, all right, let's go. Like, somebody's going to, like, fracture a wrist. Like, you mm-hmm. have to, like, if somebody's, like, really going at, and, like, which I've seen, and which, 
and it has not been called. Yeah. Like, and like I said, Mitch gets a lot of those ones to the hands too. Um, and like, because of the way he plays, when he holds the puck like that and skates around with it, he gets whack, whack, whack. And so does Connor McDavid. Like those better players are not getting the calls that they should be getting, which mm-hmm. pisses me off. And like, even Michael Bunting gets a lot of calls. He's probably number one in penalties drawn in uh, Toronto for sure. I don't know if maybe even the Eastern Conference, like he, he draws a lot of penalties, but he also still takes a lot of shit. Like there's yeah. so much shit for Michael Bunting. And I'm like, literally every single game, someone cross checks this man to the ground. Every single game. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, it really pisses me off um, a lot. Like, especially because it's my team, but also just because we're not protecting the star players. So it makes it less fun mm-hmm. to watch because you're like, oh my God, someone's going to injure Connor McDavid. Now I can watch Connor McDavid. Yeah. Um, yeah, it pisses me off. Uh, what else happened? So five days ago, Austin Matthews scored his 40th goal. Today, he scored his 45th. <laughs> um, normal this man's gonna hit 60 goals he only has to do 15 more in I don't know how many games probably like 20 or so he can do it yeah <laughs> easy exactly easy peasy um what else happened uh Alex Steves got hurt in a Marley's game so I don't know I don't think he's been back because they've been having Joseph Duzak playing forward again this poor man like just make him a forward full-time and I think he would be more likely to get to play in the NHL as a forward too because he's not good at the defense part I love him but he's not good at the defense part he's he's an offensive guy he was literally on the first line this weekend (laughs) Oh my god. Literally on the first oh, line. <laughs> um the Leafs have allowed a bunch of goals in the like at least three goals in their last um what are we at? Probably six games. Um and like nine of their last 10 or something like that like an insane amount we need better goaltending like what the fuck happened Mm -hmm. um and like the we happened to catch Kyle Dubas talking yesterday before today was the heritage classic I guess we should say that heritage classic um they happened to catch Kyle Dubas talking and he was saying like you know, we got a couple guys we can trust on the Marlies. We got Shawgran and we got Joseph Wall. And like this man did not offer us Michael Hutchinson. And I have never been more grateful. <laughs> yep. I'm just like, I'm glad that we're not feeling we're that not. desperate. Yeah, not not down we're, to that level yet. Yeah, we're not that desperate because he didn't look good when I watched him for the Marlies either. <laughs> I can't believe it two Marley's games I've been to Peter Morazic and Michael Hutchinson were the goalies like yes that's who I want to see I de- yeah. definitely don't want to see Shalgren or Joseph Wall definitely not <laughs> uh, I hate this team um so I really don't know what Kyle Dubas is going to do with the trade deadline I don't ask these questions I just accept whatever yep. he gives me sometimes I get a little sad but you know Mm. I'm like, what do you need to fix? Well, everything right now. <laughs> this moment, it's everything. Yeah. Um, okay, what else? I forgot this happened. Kyle Clifford signed a two-year contract extension with the Leafs, and Carl Dahlstrom signed a one-year two-way contract, um, which is fine and um something. I don't know. Kyle Kyle Clifford's literally still with the Marlies. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't think he's going to be with the Leafs anytime soon because they already have too many forwards right now with everyone being healthy. They sat Spezza for two games just to give him a rest, I think. Um, And they had Robertson playing with Tavares and Nylander, which was nice. I like that. Um, Well, Spezza was sitting, but Robertson sat today when Spezza came back. I think Simmons needs to sit. I don't think he's really added much of late. Um, and I like the way Robertson was playing. I didn't think he was playing badly. 
Um, yeah, so today was the Heritage Classic, which I genuinely forgot was this early. I thought it was like two weeks from now. And then mm. they were like, yes, tomorrow we play outside. And I'm like, excuse me? You do? I, I kept I, I kept seeing tweets and I was just like, um, what the heck? I was blissfully unaware. That is the best way to be. So. Um, yeah, so it was in Hamilton at the Thai Cats field, Tim Hortons field. Um, it was a Buffalo home game which shocked me but I guess it's like halfway between Buffalo and Toronto but here's the thing I don't know if it actually is halfway how are you going to be the home team when you're not in your own country like I'm a little confused yeah okay they say Niagara on the lake is halfway between Buffalo and Toronto so not that far off but it's still like an hour closer to Toronto so and again not in your own country <laughs> exactly I don't get it well they won it doesn't matter yeah. um <laughs> I didn't watch most of the game because I was about this specifically <laughs> yeah um I didn't watch most of the game because I was in my own hockey thank goodness for that um they were shit is what I gathered did you watch any of this um no I didn't even get I don't think I even got any like, I don't think the Leafs were tweeting at all, or at least I didn't get any notifications from Leafs Twitter or anything, but I was um, not doing that. I was booking a Disney vacation, so way more important than watching the Leafs suck ass against the Buffalo <laughs> Sabres and Craig Anderson. Um, so they all came in, you know, how they've been all wearing fun outfits. So... I can't remember what the Sabres came in, what movie it was from. They came in just from a movie. They had like basketball jerseys on and Were like they, shorts. Was it Miami? It, was it what, sorry? For some reason, because I do remember seeing a picture of, I don't even know who, actually maybe it wasn't even that, but, oh, I don't know. But Miami Vice is what it reminded me of. But is in Miami Vice like Hawaiian shirts and stuff? Isn't that a thing? Um, I don't know. I've never seen Miami Vice. Neither do have I. That's just what I recalled it being. Um, we have a tweet here in our DMs. What is it? They say Flint Tropics on their jerseys and they're wearing headbands, like sweat headbands and wristbands. Interesting. And it was uh, not warm today, and I think it snowed probably three or four centimeters during the game. Like a lot, about an inch and a half. Um, uh, but the Leafs wore, like, welders jumpsuits because Hamilton is Steel City. Like, it's a blue-collar city. Um, and so they were – it was apparently 100% a player-driven initiative. Um they were yeah representing a local steel company just kind of cool less fun but cool. they look funny they did look funny um probably because you can't imagine any of them doing construction work no I can't imagine any of them like lifting a finger to do anything so I bad. Get, like no only, you couldn't change yeah. a tire no I can't change the, a tire but you couldn't either <laughs> The um, couple of tweets that I saw before the game were people like posting pictures of like the like some of the players walking in and like either like making up names for them or like making up like occupations yeah. or like just giving them like whole backstories. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they practiced last night on the ice like at night like literally at night and they had the poor like hockey night in Canada broadcast panel was there last night too they're like sitting outside and it was fucking cold yesterday um because I had to go to hockey and like I was outside for three minutes to walk from my car to the rink and I was like "Mm, too cold no thank you (laughs) and then it snowed more so like it was worse um but these poor hockey night in Canada broadcast panel was stuck out there as they were doing their practices and they had like the families on skating so like um they were showing the bench and like Jake Muzzin with these two little girls and I'm like I'm pretty sure Muzzin only has one kid and then I'm looking and the the other one has a 
78. The one that he's moving has a 78 on her hat. And I'm like, oh, that's TJ Brody's daughter. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, oh, and then the family photos. I love the family photos from those things. Tessa posted one of her and Mo, and I'm just, I'm in love. Let me join your relationship, please. Like, literally, please. <laughs> They're just so cute. Yes, I love them. Um, did you see? I saw, oh, I can't remember who tweeted it. I saw the tweet today. You know, like the T is in Troy. No, yeah. T, yeah. That, um, someone said T is in Toronto. No, T is in Tessa. <laughs> I was like, yes, me, us. Absolutely. All of Leaf's Twitter. <laughs> we all love Tessa way more than we love anybody else on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like I said, I did not watch the game. It was tied 2-2 when I got home, and then I was too hungry to wait for the third period to end, and they scored three goals. I'm not saying it's my fault, because it's not. The Leafs sucked ass. Um, the Leafs' second goal went in off, I think it was their second goal, went in off uh, TJ Brody's foot. My dad said he could have gotten his foot out of the way and just let it go to the corner, but he stuck his foot out. And I was like, it's a natural reaction. I do it all the time. Um, but I only said that because like two weeks ago the exact same thing happened to me (laughs) um like literally the exact same thing at my game and I was like ah shit (laughs) oh well like both the other team's goals went in off me and my defense partner (laughs) we had a rough game (laughs) anyway (laughs) but yeah so the Leafs suck ass you know how it is Austin Matthews has 45 goals apparently Andre Kasha scored the first Leafs goal he scored 40 seconds in what the fuck Man, hold on. There were three goals in the first three minutes. I'm just looking at this. Oh, of the second period. Still, Wait. 40 seconds into the second period, um, Leaf School, Peyton Krebs scores at 122, and then Austin Matthews scores at 257. Oh All right. God. Some insane shit going on there. Um, What else? Yeah, I don't know. The Leafs are just, oh, they did beat the Kraken. You know, little things, right? Yeah. It was 6-4, but they did beat them. in an interesting game but yeah they lost to the coyotes and the sabers in true loose fashion to be honest um they play the stars who are more of a real team and the hurricanes this week so we'll see how that does oh and who else and the predators i don't know how are the predators they're fourth in the central they can't be that bad so there you go so here's what's gonna happen um we're gonna beat better teams this is what this is my forecast for moving forward actually maybe not because our goaltending scary mm-hmm. so if it wasn't a goaltending mm-hmm. issue it's well it's a collaborative issue yes. goaltending is a big part of it but it's not the only part right yes. they all kind of suck mm-hmm. um but I was going to say we're going to beat the better teams but then we're just gonna you know lose to Sabres and the coyotes sabers coyotes senators they play the senators like easter weekend i think because i wanted to go to ottawa for that but we are going to bc to visit my grandmother which i mean is fine i shouldn't be disappointed about going to bc but like i wanted to go see the leafs in ottawa for cheap Mm -hmm. and force my brother to let me sleep on his couch (laughs) you know yeah um but don't get to do that um yeah oh at the there was like a scrum at the end of the game that I don't know what happened there was like two almost two scrums at the end of this game um Rasmus Dahlin seemed to have a big problem with Austin Matthews for whatever reason Mm. there was like four or five like hits or cross checks between the two of them um and then at the end of the game there was like a big cross check from Dahlin on Matthews in front of the net and like hit him into the net which I think is dangerous like it didn't he didn't end up going down but it was still like a dangerous thing to do um and like hit him into the side of the crossbar um and then Matthews got a little bit pissy and cross-checked him in what I would say is near the neck at least probably at the neck it would be a good way to describe it so I would be surprised if he gets a suspension or a fine from that but also like 
there were two guys who jumped bunting also Mm. i don't know the game was the like end of the game was a fucking mess that's all i have to say about it really (laughs) um yeah is that it for the least i think that's it Um, yeah um what else happened this week let's scroll back down timeline wise where are we um leafs legend jared bacan Oh, I guess that happened Tuesday too. Leafs legend Jared McCann made his, um, you know, revenge game. I don't think he scored. Did he score? I don't think he scored. Um, but he did sign a five-year extension with Seattle for $5 million AAV, which is fun and fine, um, I guess. <laughs> um, oh, I also missed... Austin, not Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner was asked about Matthews and Bunting and he said they're sometimes like an old married couple (laughs) and I just think everyone needed to hear that. Yes, they needed it. Um, what else have we got here? Sorry, I lied. Not even old married couple, old divorced couple. They're like an old divorced couple sometimes, to be honest. Oh man, that's even better. Mitchell. (laughs) Thanks, Mitch. Um, where else are we? Okay. Um, it was a uh, woman International Women's Day, so everyone was asking teams like their favorite female athlete. First of all, every single one of the Edmonton Oilers were so fucking boring. They were like Serena Williams, Serena Williams. I'm like, yes, she's really good, but expand your horizons, people. Yeah. Um, a couple of them, Darnell Nurses stood out to me, obviously, because, you know, he has two amazing female athletes in his family. So he was like Sarah and Kia Nurse. Like he, he knows what he's doing. Um, and like Kyle Turris said, I would say Sarita Williams, but that's pretty basic. So I'll go with Christine Sinclair. Um, I think someone said Poulin, but I genuinely can't remember. Like it was just really boring me sitting there hearing Serena Williams, Serena Williams, like y'all get your shit together. <laughs> Expand your horizons. There are more than just women's tennis players. They and they didn't ask best female athlete because you could probably argue that the best female athlete is Serena Williams. They asked favorite female athlete, and they all said Serena Williams. Oh, someone said Simone Biles actually. I don't remember who that was. A little bit horizon expanded slightly. A little um, tiny bit. Little, little tiny bit. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch the full thing of the Flames one, but I'm pretty sure Matthew said Taryn because he's a good big brother. <laughs> I love um, it. Yeah, I do. I love it too. And the Leafs had some cool features actually on, they talked to, like some other people in their organization who are women who aren't just Danielle Goyette and Haley Wickenheiser, which is nice. Um, and they're actually give, doing a, an entire series this whole month because it is Women's History Month. Um, they're doing a whole series this month on uh, women in hockey and like women who are fans of hockey and, you know, play hockey and whatnot. So that's really exciting. Um. What else? Oh, I'm really disappointed. So there was a fake Elliot Friedman tweet a couple weeks ago when I say fake Elliot Friedman, you know what I mean? Like someone pretended mm-hmm. to be Elliot Friedman and it, it did almost get me because I did tell my dad that because it was very believable that um, I think we talked about it, about Rasmus Ristolainen enjoying joining the Oilers um, via trade, which I thought he just fit perfectly in my opinion. For their defenders but unfortunately the flyers re-signed him for five million dollars 5.1 million dollars aav um oh i didn't i what's the length i didn't bookmark the length it's i think it's like five years i was gonna say i feel like it's five years i think that's what i saw but i could not remember off the top of my head so Flyers compound mistakes with Rasmus Ristolainen extension and they may not be done yet. 
five years. Sorry, that's what happened when I Googled it. It was just a couple of headlines about how it's a bad idea. Like, we know. <laughs> Sorry, Flyers fans. Um, Miro Heiskanen has been diagnosed with mono, which is unfortunate. So he'll be out indefinitely. It's Mono is very weird disease and can like literally like drains you of energy um yeah and it can last for literally months like this man yeah. may not come back this season um so that does change things because John Klingberg was kind of available um trade deadline is next Monday so John Klingberg was kind of available but it doesn't seem like he will be available any longer when they don't know if Heiskanen will be able to be back at all this season mm-hmm. um I also want to know how a grown-ass man got mono am I allowed to ask that because I feel like I've only ever heard of like teenagers getting mono someone in my first year of university got mono it actually really pissed me off because he was in our group project and he didn't do shit and forced us to use his shitty idea it really annoyed me <laughs> it's, um, it still bugs me now <laughs> Now that you say that, I don't, yeah, I don't think I know any adult, but once you have mono, you can't get it again. So I feel like a lot of people get mono, like I've had mono, mm-hmm. fucking sucks. Um, but then I guess like a lot of people get mono, especially like in like high school and college because, it's, you know, kissing disease. Yeah, I was going to say it's literally like um, kissing disease. I'm disappointed we haven't so heard like, about any of his teammates getting yeah. it. Like they <laughs> didn't kiss each other. Disappointing. Oh. <laughs> don't kiss your homies good night mm, interesting yeah um but Travis i guess could that's... not deal <laughs> he would not stand for that no but i guess maybe that's why you don't hear as many adults getting it yeah but like, where do you get it from then actually my mom said she got it from like a water fountain when she was like 12 or 13 or something i have no school. idea where i got mono from that's yeah i don't know no um so Jack Eichel played his first game back against the Sabres this week, and he was on his game. Um, I really missed bitchy Jack Eichel. We haven't seen him too much. Well, obviously, we didn't see him a lot last year just in general. And um, suffering in Buffalo doesn't allow you to be as bitchy. Um, so he said, there was a couple of things he said. One was, that's the loudest I've ever heard this place. Um, it took seven years and me leaving for them to get into it because <laughs> he was being booed. Um, well, I was, they said it was kind of split, like boos and cheers. Like it's not, I wouldn't be that pissed at him. I'd be more pissed at my organization for that. Um, and then he says, they must have been booing me because they wish I was still here. <laughs> And the the cadence in which he says this, like, if you have a chance, go watch this video. It's so fucking funny. It's just, it's just, like, so, like, nonchalant. Like, they must have been booing me because they wished I was still here, you know? Like, absolute nonchalant. Amazing. I miss this man being so bitchy. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Golden Knights won. Actually, I could be wrong. I don't, now that I say that, I'm not confident. Um, nope, they didn't. It was the Sabres. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> Y'all. <laughs> so funny. Also, you know what really made me laugh? Like Saturday. You know, it's hockey night in Canada, but, like, the Leafs aren't playing, so you don't have, like, a really marquee 7 o'clock game. But the Flames played at 7. You're like, sweet, the Flames, they're playing the De- – uh, the not the Devils, the Red Wings. So, like, not a good game. They won 3 nothing, And then the other two games, they have the Senators and Hawks. And then they have the Habs and Kraken. Like, five of the worst teams in the NHL. And then the Flames. <laughs> absolutely hilarious to me (laughs) like you couldn't have picked a better like a worse weekend for that Mm -hmm. wasn't it was it it was yesterday that there was like 
yesterday is in Saturday. There's yeah. like 12 hours of hockey. I'm pretty sure I saw someone. So. Yeah, they had uh, early games. Um, they had a couple early games. I think the Blues and the Predators played early and the Flyers and the Hurricanes played early. And um, I don't think Arizona and Boston did. But yeah, like it was a long time. A lot of hockey, and those are the those are the games that you decide that need to be played on that day. Yeah, <laughs> like literally, It'll not a Wednesday night. Yeah, exactly. It it would be different. Like if the Leafs sucked ass this year, I wouldn't be making this comment. It's the fact that like the Leafs are good, and like the Flames are good, and the Oilers are good, but they're just like the ones that are playing are playing shitty teams at prime time. Um, I love it. The Oilers did beat the Lightning like at 10 o'clock but that was 10 o'clock you know like mm-hmm. eastern we're we're more important time zone wise sorry <laughs> you guys can watch your five o'clock hockey if you want i'm not staying up for 10 p.m hockey That's how it works mm-hmm. um or four o'clock hockey whatever it is um what else happened so landiscog was um complaining about the refereeing I think specifically relating to Nazem Kadri which we know very well about um yeah like he he goes on a bit of a rant but it's the emphasis is about Nazem Kadri getting kind of bullshit calls and then not getting things called against like when they're committed against him a lot which is again something we know very well as Leafs fans um and Landeskog was um uh, one of the reporters said I might be reading too much into this Landeskog might just have been pissed but I think a lot of this comes down to him wanting to make a statement about how the team feels Kadri is officiated and wanting it to change going forward which is important because like the refs are I don't, it's probably unconscious. It could be conscious. They're pretty racist about their officiating a lot of the time. Like Nazem Kadri is more likely to get a penalty than say Michael Bunting. They're similar playing styles. Nazem Kadri is more likely to get a penalty. Same with someone like Wayne Simmons or um, who else do I want to say? that that's accurate about there's a couple other players I don't really want to say Kane but you know Evander Kane probably too though um I don't like him so and there's valid reasons not to like him so I'm allowed to say that it doesn't matter you're allowed to as somebody fought him this week too and I was like you should not get penalized if you're fighting a racist or an abuser um I think that should be the rules you fight him no penalty you fight like Patrick Kane, absolutely no penalty. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people you could fight with no penalty, in my opinion, in my yeah. version of the NHL rules. Um, but yeah, like Landeskog has a very good point, and it's true. Like, they're the refs are very racist and biased about their things. And the other thing is, like, Kadri gets embellishment penalties or fines pretty frequently too, but like he gets a lot of shit done to him (laughs) I said it before I don't like it um uh Landeskog did also get injured this week he has to get knee surgery they hope to have him back like towards the end of the season but not really sure about that um actually it says for a stretch run so that might even be later playoffs is what they're thinking which would make more sense in my head um, you know, you don't get knee surgery and come back by the end of April. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm not, I'm not a doctor, but no, I don't but think it, it makes sense. <laughs> um, and Sam Gerard is out for four weeks, so they have a lot of cap room to play with at the deadline here, which pisses me off. Why couldn't this happen to me? <laughs> I should that say would that. be me, but not not actually. No, <laughs> I don't trust but, this team. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Um, where else were we? Um, 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 okay. Uh, Claude Giroux 
is set to play his thousandth game this week. He will probably do it as a flyer based on the 32 thoughts yesterday. Um, it's Thursday. He's supposed to be his thousandth game, but I don't think it's going to be long after that he will be traded. Um, it's very likely that he will end up traded, but there hasn't been apparently like a lot of talk for it. Um, so no idea where he's going, just not going to be in Philly anymore. I'm very sorry, Flyers fans. We've been a little bit mean to you this week. It's not us. It's just the news. It is. Yeah. The news. I'm sorry that your front office is being mean to you and I have to report that to everybody. <laughs> um, I just don't, don't shoot the messenger. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Jacob Chikrin got hurt earlier this week. He was probably going to move as well. So I don't know if that's going to be an issue with that. Genuinely, this trade deadline is shaping up to be like a bunch of minor league deals. Like nothing's going to happen unless maybe Marc-Andre Fleury might uh, go for a trade. They're not going to trade him unless he says, yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, and he does have a 10 team, no trade list, but it doesn't seem like that's going to be a factor. Like he will kind of go, I think they'll go where like, he'll say like, yeah, I'd like to go to these places and they'll do their best to do that. Um, and obviously like they're going to trade him to more of a contender than an Ottawa or a Montreal or whatever, you know, (laughs) like that seems a pretty obvious one to me. Um, what else? Oh, I missed mentioning at the Heritage Classic today, Hamilton is near Brantford, which is where the Gretzkys are from. So they honored Wayne at Wayne Gretzky and Canada's hockey dad, Walter Gretzky. Um, I don't know if I've told this story on here before, but Walter Gretzky just kind of like goes to random rinks in Southern Ontario all the time. Like you'll be like at home or at a tournament. You're like, hey, is that Walter Gretzky? And it is every time like you're never wrong if you're like hey is that <laughs> it is <laughs> um it's so funny but one time my dad was like tying my skates and obviously like I'm tall I've been tall my whole life um I've never looked like a child for lack of better words like or like I've always looked older than I have been because I'm so tall and um Walter Gretzky saw my dad tying my skates and he told me I was too old to be to have my dad tying my skates um, I think I was too old that year. <laughs> my dad and I remember it differently. He thinks I was probably like 11 or 12. And I think I was actually a little bit older than that. Cause there was one year I got new skates and I had been tying them for two years before that. And then I got new skates and I could not get the new skates tight enough. Um, <laughs> Cause like they weren't broken in enough for me to actually yes. force them shut or force them closed enough. Um, but yeah. So Walter Gretzky is a pretty cool guy. Um, And then they also honored Canada's gold medal winning women's hockey team. They had them all out today, um, except Melody Melody Dao, I believe she had to go home probably for her kids. You know, that's important. Sons are important, more important than freezing your butt off in Hamilton (laughs) for a shitty Leafs game, especially because I'm pretty sure she wouldn't be a Leafs fan. She'd be a Habs fan. Um... (laughs) I don't give a shit about this. Let me exactly. go home. Um, yes, they honored the team. They had them out during O Canada. And um, then they celebrated them. Like they called all their names and their positions and stuff. And then they talked to Poulin, obviously, Captain, Captain Clutch. Duh. Um, and then they talked to Renata Fast, who was born in Hamilton and played in Burlington, which is just like down the road. And then Sarah Nurse from Hamilton as well which was very nice. Um, okay. I think that's it on men's hockey. On to women's hockey. The PWHPA, they had their rivalry rivalry rematch game yesterday. I really, I'm really struggling with words today. <laughs> Not like me saying thousandth 14 times wrong last week, but, you know, pretty still not great yeah um so they played that in pittsburgh canada won in overtime could you guess who scored the overtime winning goal marie philippe poulin who else she <laughs> literally banked it off megan keller's skate and i was like yes <laughs> oh not megan keller i think it's megan bozak yeah megan bozak um 
anyway yeah it was a good game watched that yesterday it just happened to be on when I got it was literally like the timing was perfect I got back from our game like I coached at 1 30 out of town and so I got back like perfectly in time for that game it was great um yeah it was a good game they wore their PWHPA jerseys as opposed to, but they were like PWHPA kind of Team Canada jerseys. Like the color scheme was a, a Team Canada one and a Team USA one, but they weren't like Team Canada and Team USA jerseys, if that makes any sense whatsoever. <laughs> um, but it was a good game. Hillary Knight also scored because um, she hates me. <laughs> me personally, yeah. It's all about me. She's a vendetta against Megan. She knows that I find her so attractive and then so she just scores to make me against Canada specifically to make me hate her um, <laughs> uh it's the way I told you that I literally did not like any of her photos during the Olympics right mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, literally, yeah you did and, exactly and if she's wearing team USA stuff I'm not liking that photo <laughs> means like I didn't see that so. I didn't I didn't Bye. no sorry <laughs> um but yeah the game was good um we've talked about it before they are very likely to announce a league for next season um they don't really have any specific details about it but I'd imagine it will be partnered with some NHL teams Mm -hmm. um so obviously recently they've got Pittsburgh they've had Toronto from the very beginning um and back to the CWHL games the days sorry and then um well they have recently Ottawa not that I think Ottawa would give them any money. Fucking Melnick. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> and, um, who else? Who was Washington. Washington was also recently. And like St. Louis and stuff. So I'd imagine that they'll get some money from those teams. But we will see more specifics when they come out and they tell us. Um, but this was, this game was the first time they've actually truly captured a little bit more, more momentum after the Olympics, which is something that they've been talking about for years, literally since like the two te- 2002 Olympics. They've been like, we've got to capture this momentum because people are looking at us, people are watching us and we mm-hmm. like, we've put out our best product and we've won these medals um, and people are talking about us. So we want to like get that momentum and they really haven't capitalized on it. And this is the first year that they've had something kind of immediately following the Olympics and saying, yes, we have these Olympians here. Look, there's all of them except the NCAA players because NCAA rules are what they are. You yeah. <laughs> can't play in a professional game, even if it's just a Canada versus US game. Anyway, <laughs> rob me of Sarah Fillier. Why don't you? Um, but yeah, so it's the first year they've really capitalized on it. It's only two and a half weeks after the gold medal came. So good stuff it's only been that long I know it, it feels, feels like the Olympics so... were six months ago six months uh, uh well I mean like the the summer Olympics were like six months ago seven months ago <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what is time mm-hmm. two weeks ago yeah I know time flies when your hockey team sucks I don't know. <laughs> Does well and then starts sucking. Apparently. Um, PHF stuff. They have announced that their finals or playoffs, sorry, that we knew were going to be in Tampa are officially partnered with the Lightning, which is nice to see. Um, so they're going to do like collaborative events. I didn't. I meant to read this tweet and then I didn't like the link in the tweet and I didn't remember to. Um, Yes. So (laughs) there was a horrible noise. I'm so sorry. That was great. Uh, um, Oh, uh, the, 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 like people who call the Tampa games normally I cannot think of any words commentators um are going to call the games on I believe the radio um and stuff like that 
uh, what do they got? Yeah, I think I said before they have free tickets. So if you can get to Florida, you can go see free PHF games. Why not? Um, I mean, I can't get to Florida that weekend. I do have my own hockey, but. What part of Florida is it in? Tampa? Tampa. Yeah. Rats. If only it was in Orlando, it'd make my mom go. (laughs) I love that. Just like forcing your family members to go to hockey games. (laughs) Literally me. Like I was mad at my brother because he didn't go to the Ottawa PWHPA showcase and was like, it's right near you. It's not (laughs) even far. Like you don't even have to go to the Canadian Tire Center. It's probably closer. (laughs) It's easier to get to. Um. Yeah, so we got that, and then all the games will be on TSN and ESPN Plus, which I think we mentioned before, but I also don't remember. Um, the Boston Pride has added Willie O'Ree to their organization, or, uh, sorry, to their ownership group, which is really exciting. That's cool. Um, it's really awesome that they've been adding um, BIPOC ownership to the league, and it's really good. Um, so he's a, he has a minority stake in the team and that's super exciting hmm. um and then the other thing was the in the qmjhl um les olympiques de gatineau the gatineau olympics you'd like to unfrench it um have called up uh eve gascon she's a forward i believe um so I don't know if she has played because they called her up three days ago. I don't know if she's played at all, but um, she'll be the first or yeah, first woman to play in the QMJHL in, oh wait, no, I lied. Why did I think she was a forward? This photo makes it look like she's not a goalie, but she's a goalie, I think. <laughs> yeah, she's a goalie. I don't know why. Like, this is a normal person headshot. That's not a goalie headshot. Yeah, no, that's not a goalie. Exactly. Like, that doesn't look like goalie equipment. Um, anyway, I believe she's the first woman to play in the Q, Q in, like, 20 years. Like, in a long time. So, hopefully she does get the opportunity to play. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm pretty sure I would have seen a tweet if she had played, but she might just be backing up, which is still really exciting that she's yeah. getting to do that. Um, I've just scrolled too far. Where are you? Your stupid lineups. Yeah, she, I think she's just backing up right now, but you know, we'll see if she gets to play. We love when women get to play in high level hockey leagues with men or without men. Mm hmm. Um, I think that's it for this week. You got anything else? Um, I don't think so. All right, then that's it for this week. You can follow us on Twitter at Pod, Instagram at Podcast, TikTok, no, Tumblr at Pod, and TikTok at Podcast. That sounds wrong. I think those last two are flipped. Um, I threw off my own rhythm. That's on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. See you next week. Bye. Bye.